baby! My volume was on a hundred! Yeah! <laughs> We're back and I can no longer hear. <laughs> well, people will be like, of course you're back. We just yeah, spoke to you, know you on what? Thursday. Yeah. But we... No, we just spoke to you like two days ago. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording this before our live stream, which we announced already, which wouldn't make sense for me to talk about it right now because uh, it's over. But Yeah, but um, if you were there. If you were there. It was a fun time. Remember when Haley took her top off? Yeah. That <laughs> happened? <laughs> it, it, reliving that moment just made me jo choke on my drink. Well, um, I'm going to... There's a lot to like catch up on. Uh, but I'm going to cover that at the end of the episode because we're going to need some levity at the end of this one because it's rough. Oh, and um, also for the sake of people who don't like banter and for the sake of our guest today, who is my husband. What's up? I'm Elliot. I'm 19 and I never fucking learned how to read. Nothing? Really? I fucking love that vine. And there's was, just absolutely nothing. I, he's, ma I mean, he's making dad jokes already. It's that not wasn't Elliot a dad joke. Already? Wait, what does that mean? What? Okay, no, I got, there's, I not got even, I, there's not even a twinkle. Yeah, but you, you say that to me and suddenly I'm about to be an aunt and I am not prepared. You are um, an aunt. Excuse I, me, our son? I, I mean a mortal aunt. I'm, I'm, I'm an aunt to many. I am an aunt to many kitties. As far as I'm concerned, just look. I mean, he doesn't look mortal it. right now because he looks <laughs> real dead. But hey, look at that bean. <laughs> anyway, just, just yeah, wedding was great. Bean. Make sure he's Bachelor alive. party was great. Uh, we'll talk about it at the end. Oh, yeah, sure. We can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but we're actually going to talk about some serious shit today, and it will become apparent why Elliot is a guest. Okay, though I will say, I would venture <laughs> to argue that we talk about serious shit every week, Haley. <laughs> Granted, we the scary stories, maybe not, but yeah. yeah. All right. Just being argumentative. I mean, Elliot's here to do it for me this week, but... He's not going to argue with me. Yeah, it's too soon. It's too early in the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. 13, <laughs> 13 years in and still a honeymoon phase? Sure. Great. 13 years in and a year married? <laughs> yeah. No comment. <laughs> Anyway, so the story we're talking about today is about the murder of Breck Bedner. And when I talked, when I gave you the name of this episode, it struck me that you did not know this case. Why? Because I couldn't fucking spell it. Yeah, yeah. Usually I don't know I can't this case. Spell it. Um, yeah, that's true. But this is a recent one. Uh, it happened in England. So let's just fucking jump right in here. So. Breck's parents, Barry Bedner, uh, age 49, is an oil trader and a shipping consultant and was described by some sources as a millionaire, while his mother, Lauren Lafave, age 48, is a teaching assistant. Okay. And they were both born in the United States and moved to Chatterham? Chatterham. Chatterham. There you go. Elliot oh. can pronounce things better than I can. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's Surrey in England. Um, and they moved there for Barry's business about three years before Breck's uh, birth. And Breck was born on March 17th, 1999. And I'm, I know you were wondering when I gave you the name of the episode and uh, maybe people listening have the same uh, question. Breck is a very interesting name. Yeah. And it's actually really cute. Um, it's a tribute to the town of Breckenridge, Colorado, where the couple first met. Oh, 
know. And that's so funny because I was thinking about like Breckenridge, Colorado when Isn't I heard that, his name. Yeah. Isn't that and, cute? Oh, that's really cute. Well, that's like, uh, what's his name does that? Ron Howard and his wife. That's what they did. That's why like Bryce Dallas Howard, she was conceived like at the Bryce Hotel in Dallas, Texas or something like that. I don't like know that. about like naming your child <laughs> after where they were conceived. Because it follows that's you weird. everywhere knowing exactly where your parents fucked. Yeah, that's not cute. <laughs> but this is where they first met. That's a very this cute is, like, little tribute. Cute. Yes. Um, so he's the oldest of four siblings. His next three siblings were triplets, Chloe, mm-hmm. Carly, and Sebastian. They were born in 2002. And his parents mother. ended up separating in 2006. Oh. And Barry moved out. And Breck maintained a very strong relationship with his father and often spent time at his house. So it was a good like home life. His mom was there. His dad was very present. And he had a good relationship with his siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, Breck was described as a loving, affectionate, extremely gifted, and intelligent teenager. He was a dedicated A student at St. Bede's School in Red Hill uh, with a real aptitude for technology. He was also a member of the Air Training Corps and a churchgoer. And mm-hmm. as with any 14-year-old, Elliot can speak to this, he spent a lot of his time um, playing online games with his friends like Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Minecraft. And they had their own server set up so that they could play together and they communicated over TeamSpeak. Oh, wow. And did you have this? TeamSpeak was very, very important to me uh, (laughs) starting out. It was it it was the it was before it was pre Discord. Um, You had I mean, you had voice channels just like uh, Discord did. But instead of Discord being like a kind of full fat. A communication platform uh team speak was very um very bare bones like it was just you can talk to people and there are text channels that are specific to the voice channel and that's it like you get in and you and you get out um and very very important to me growing up because that that was it was discord before discord existed so uh, in many ways there and, and there are actually still things that TeamSpeak does that Discord can't do but that gets into like turbo nerd stuff so I will I will save you the <laughs> the pain of having to listen to me talk about that but TeamSpeak's fucking awesome and Battlefield is fucking awesome Call of Duty's okay Minecraft is uh for children He's but 14. also can be fun yeah uh, yeah I know yeah I know. but as a, a hang on, we have a question in the I, back. Yes. I, yes, I have a question. Hi, my name is Caitlin, <laughs> longtime listener, first time caller. Um, should we maybe mention why Discord is so important to Super Nerd Elliot here and why he's here, or are we gonna just let everybody figure that out for themselves? Well, I, I Elliot is here because um, because as as we get into this case, um, I'm sorry, it did is, I ruin something? No, it is. <laughs> Um, there's going to be a lot of talk about safety on the internet and like meeting people online and then meeting them in real life. And, uh, as we are recording, no, as this episode comes out, Elliot will be on his way to meet a bunch of people from the internet. So hopefully he won't be dead. Um, crossing my fingers, (laughs) crossing his fingers. I think (laughs) these people are real. I've seen their faces and I've heard their voices can confirm. Um, but yeah, so uh, also lots of his business adventures are done online. 
I don't want to get too deep into this before yeah. we actually get into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a reason he's here. We okay, so that's all. Want. I just didn't want it to be like, yeah. no, we're extending the honeymoon. Nah, why not? He's a, he's part of the podcast. Wait, we are? <laughs> Wait, we're um, married? to me. <clears throat> what? So, um, just like any 14-year-old on the internet, he had freedom, but his parents were always very careful to monitor his activity. Breck's father, Barry, said, quote, I thought the gaming club was cool. It looked like they were all in a clubhouse ta- talking and sharing clips, end quote. And his mother, Lauren, always made sure that the door stayed open. She said, quote, you could always hear him before you could see him, his deep voice and giggling away, end quote. Uh, so, like I said, very attentive parents. They, they yeah. knew who he was talking to and what they were talking about. So all of the boys playing were a very tight-knit group from school there was about eight of them except for one who went by the name of eagle one six that was his like screen name like mm-hmm. username um he was the lead on the server and was 17 year old lewis danes and danes was the only one of the boys that um they had never met in real life like all these all these guys went to school together they were all like around age 14 but no one had ever met danes and he claimed to be a computer engineer who ran a multi-million pound company and often traveled to New York and Dubai on business. Uh, he said that he did like work for the U.S. government that was like super secret and just stuff. Seventeen years old? I don't I, think the U.S. I, government I, employs seventeen-year-olds. Well, but. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking, why do you want to spend time with, especially when you're like a teenager? Like fourteen is seen as like a, a little kid to a seventeen-year-old. Oh, we'll still. get to that. Yeah, and, we'll get to that. But then, like, also, if you've got all of this shit going on, then how do you have time to play these games? Like, there's a lot. I, I'm poking holes. Yeah, already. So, in a heartbreaking quote from Lauren. Uh, like I said, Breck's mother. She said, quote, to Breck, who still had all of his baby teeth and saw no oh. evil in the world, Dane seemed very cool, very exciting, end quote. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, oh, that's rough. And we'll we'll get to, like, she was on top of this from, like, almost minute one. Like, she knew something was bad up. was happening. Right. Um, and and I, I will say, too, like, at this stage, definitely, like, I'm not unique in this, but I feel like when you're in a like an online social group like Breck was the and everybody has like similar interests and you have one person who seems to be like further along in that those same interests as, as you are like the amount of it like I I'd stop short of saying obsession but like you're very, very invested in like what this mm-hmm. person is doing. Like you're, he's, he would be constant. I'm sure he would be constantly online, going like, "Hey, like, what did you get up to today? Like, like, tell me about any developments." Blah blah blah. Like I yeah. had, I had some people that I played with when I was younger, who were either music people or computer people, and I was on them all the time, just trying to figure out, you know what they had done that day because i just thought it was the coolest fucking thing and i'm sure they probably embellished some elements of what they did during their day-to-day because they felt like making a 13 to 14 year old just be like oh it's so fucking cool but it worked on my brain so i'm not i'm not surprised that it seemed to have worked here as well this is a lot of them oh go ahead this is also just like one of those like social settings like you do you wouldn't see in high school a 14 year old talking to a 17 year old 
that's but what i'm saying yeah yeah but it's different online like you you lose that barrier of like the face-to-face so it's like oh it's not cool to be seen with like a 14 year old um but then the younger kid gets to like have all of this yeah. access to somebody who is older and knows more and you think knows more yeah. and and has all these different experiences than you and um you don't have to go through the pain of like what 14 years old you're like a freshman maybe or mm-hmm. a eighth grader and a 17 year old's a senior like that's a hard age gap to yeah. find commonality but when you're playing games you're both playing the same thing like you already have that foundation it's a right. very different dynamic yeah it's, it's for for better and also very much for worse yeah yeah well we'll get to the worst yeah uh, so oh, great as the months passed uh dane started to have more of an influence over breck when lauren would come into breck's room while he was playing games breck would say my mom's come in and danes would start talking to her lauren would ask why he wasn't out on a friday or saturday night but danes would just deflect all of her questions Mm. and so like i said lauren was suspicious of what was really going on with the boy that her son had never even met she said quote Grooming can be subtle. It's not always sexual. There are a lot of compliments and a lot of attention, end quote. So she brought up grooming pretty early on, just a few months into this boy, like, talking to her son. So, like, I keep saying, very attentive. Like, she she had her finger on the pulse of what was going on. She was on this and i'm really surprised because a lot uh, now obviously this is a bit of a generalization but i don't think it's ridiculous to say that a lot of parents kind of treat this whole world as just like oh he's playing his games yeah you know but she was like yeah i mean she was super super conscientious of everything that was going on which i find very admirable yeah it's and uh, again i don't know this how this goes i mean i'm sure that we all kind of have an idea because we're here oh they both skip off into the sun together they're still they, they're doing what they're actually in tahiti um i, I was in tahiti and away from yeah. elliot uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're about but, as far away as you could be on this continent from me right now yeah so on this continent that. that's why i'm saying i gotta dip i've gotta be like peace <laughs> by america um but no, I think that's just what makes it more tragic, though, because you expect whatever is about to happen to happen to kids who are the equivalent of like the Internet latchkey kids. It's right. There's two magical words of how this tragic event happened. Oh, Spoiler great. alert. Police negligence. No, really? No. Anyway. They do that? Or so, rather they don't? We'll get to it. So... <laughs> After a few months of playing as this big group, Breck's friends were getting kind of annoyed at the way that Danes was treating them. Uh, He would kick them out of the game and put them on mute in their group chat, uh, just like willy-nilly. But as they were all distancing themselves from Danes, Breck's loyalty only grew. Uh, They, his friends, expressed their concerns about Danes to Breck, but he shrugged them off, and at times he became defensive and angry, uh, in defense of Danes. And I mean, th- you can see right there that that's troubling. These boys that like he went to school with, he'd been friends for so long and he's kind of defending this person he's never met. That's just like an entity, just basically just a screen name. Yeah. Uh, and he's defending this person over people who know him and care for him. Yeah. 
Um, and th- that's just like the tip of the iceberg because six months in, uh, communications between Breck and Danes moved to a private channel where Danes praised Breck's technical ability and boosted his confidence, signaling him out uh, from his friends. Lauren could see that her son was retreating farther and farther into this friendship. She said, quote, I tried my best to stop it, but Breck saw him as some kind of tech guru, end quote. Soon, the normal, kind, and loving Breck was turning defiant. Lauren said, quote, His personality was changing, and his ideology was changing. He was starting to refuse to attend church with us. I felt like it was becoming, it was because of this negative influence of this person, end quote. Breck started saying things like, Lewis says I don't need to finish school because he can get me a job with Microsoft when I turn 16. Oh, for fuck's or, sake. Yeah, right. A 16-year-old hi- like being hired at Microsoft? I'm sorry, I don't have my uh, my uh, job nah. app open, but nah. like that doesn't seem right. Nah. Bitch, I can't even get a job at Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, right? uh, and he would also say things like, Lewis says I do well in school, so I should be able to play games as long as I want. Elliot, uh, did you ever use this? Good for fucking Lewis. No, uh, that you that, weren't even getting good grades. That, <laughs> even yeah, if he I did, I was a solid B student. That well, never would have held. But even if he did, do you think Jeannie would have stood for that? Jeannie is Elliot's mom, and yeah. she takes <laughs> zero shit. It's it, it, well, that's I I my parents were very very strict when it came to to games and stuff. Just games. I was gonna say no. Um, <laughs> the, the, the damage uh, in his voice. Everybody heard that, right? But it, like, there, no, there would not have been any line that would have allowed me more time. Is when the time was up. The time was up. That was it. Mm-hmm. Simple as. Unplug it. Throw it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's a bullshit excuse. But Lauren said, "Quote." He was telling Breck not to listen to me, telling him you don't need to do this or that, end quote. Which, what the fuck? Uh, bitch, you want to be his parent? Yeah. So at this point, Lauren decided that she would meet with Breck's father, Barry, another boy that was in the gaming group and his parents, and they were going to discuss what was going on in this group. Mm. And ultimately, they forbade Breck from speaking to Danes again, and they took away his computer for a little while. And fearing even more for Breck's safety... Lauren called the Surrey police at their non-emergency number, and uh, it was at 8.16 p.m. on December 17th, 2013. She expressed her concerns that her son was being groomed by Danes, most likely for sex, or possibly to carry out terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, his belie- This belief stemmed from overhearing Danes expressing his anti-government and anti-religious beliefs to Breck on several occasions. Oh, Lauren spoke to the operator for 12 minutes, and I have, uh, I'll link it on the, um, the website and everything. I have a recording of that phone call. Um, and throughout the 12 minutes, she repeatedly brought up her concerns of grooming. At least five times, she said that she was afraid her son was being groomed. And the operator told her that the police checks would be carried out on Danes, and if warranted, an investigation would take place. L- Lauren's prescience... Like, I cannot, I cannot overstate how on the ball this woman was about, and like, I'm sure that a lot of people like this early on in the interaction would have been like, nothing's going on, like, chill out. And it must have been like, so, like, she must have felt so helpless in this because she's like, I fucking know that this is happening. 
and everyone is just like, oh, well, okay, I guess we'll check up on it, you know, if it warrants it. And she was fucking on the money mm-hmm. with this. Which mm-hmm. just makes it so much more heartbreaking, heartbreaking. of what yes. happens. Yeah. Because she knew just a few months into this relationship. And you know what? That even speaks to her relationship with her son because mm-hmm. she saw just the tiniest little bits of change in him that she was like, this is not right. This is not my child. This is not how he acts. That Somebody yeah. else is influencing him. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like I teased above, <clears throat> the authorities failed to follow up on that promise. In fact... Fucking- uh, the inquiry was closed just an hour after the phone call was placed. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. The police log of the call released by the IPCC, which is the Independent Police Complaints Commission, says, quote, have advised informant she has done the right thing to take the computer away and to stop her son from having contact with Lewis. If informant speaks to Lewis again, advised her to tell him not to contact her son anymore. Cancel request for agency police NFA, which means no further action. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, That's... So- I have, like... There's, like, a transcript of the phone call as well, and it the, the person on the other line did not understand really what was going on because the per- like, the yeah. the call handler was like well can you just like tell him not to go on that website anymore oh yeah sure can you ju- can, like, can he just play a different game yeah like, oh yeah that's it, w- how it was stuff work. like that it was stuff like that like and lauren was you like try turning your teenager off and then turning him back on again <laughs> a reboot <laughs> yeah and like lauren like in the phone call is like no this guy is like talking to my son i don't know if he is who he says he is there's like this picture of him he looks like like a regular like attractive 18 year old but my son's 14 years old this guy is saying things that are like anti-government he's saying anti-religious things like i don't know what his like she's in the phone call she's like at first i thought this was sexual and now i think he wants him to carry out a terrorist act yeah so like it's getting that is like it's, you say terrorist act like that should be an immediate red flag on this phone call yep. that they have yep. somebody look into this fucking guy. But no, because she's yeah. just a dramatic woman. Well, she told the Daily Mail, quote, I felt like I had to beg her, the police operator, to believe me. I felt like she wasn't taking me seriously. Looking back, I should have just hung up and called again. It was ridiculous. Yeah. She barely she was barely trained at all. So she, she simply did not understand what I was talking about. This wasn't some website he was using. This was someone who had ruthlessly infiltrated our lives over a year. She told mm-hmm. me three times that police checks would be made. And I 100% thought they would. I thought something would come up and it would unmask him for what he was. But I had a false sense of security, especially when they did not call me back. It broke my heart when I found out that they had closed their inquiries an hour later. That's yeah. That that's is so fucking frustrating, heartbreaking. Yeah, that, that happened. <clears throat> so, had they looked up information on Danes, they would have found that nearly everything he told Breck and his friends were lies. Wow. Danes was 18 years old, and he had been a very troubled child. Uh, his parents separated when he was 16, and then he went to live alone in a flat in Gray's Essex, I'm owned sorry. by his grandparents. Yeah. What? Yeah, so he had a very troubled childhood and then went to live by himself when he was 16. Uh, Yeah. Okay. 
He was described by the few people who knew him in real life as a, quote, very insular person, end quote. But even that information was hard to come by. Detective Inspector Cameron, who I'll uh, quote later on, says, quote, the only people that I could that could give us a lot of information were his gaming friends, the ones he had manipulated online. A lot Mm. of those people said that after becoming acquainted with him, they found that he was very domineering. He would stress his views upon other people and demand they accept those views, end quote. Mm. I'll get to it a little later because I realized I didn't put it in this section. I put it in the section about um, the uh, investigation. But uh, had they looked up um, Louis Staines' name, they would have found that he was accused of raping a 15-year-old boy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. But that case was uh, closed without, like, incident or whatever oh, it's called. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll get, I'll, like I said, I'm going to touch on that when we, when we talk about the, um, the investigation into this case. But the operator, I think in one article it said that the operator thought that it would be impossible to look up information on him because they didn't have his birth date. But mm. Louis Danes gave his actual name, his actual age, and he did tell them that they he lived in uh, Gray's Essex. Right. So it's weird that like he gave them all real information. Like he wasn't catfishing. No. Yeah. Like, and that also is kind of terrifying because like how bold. It, the fact that like clearly he was like, oh well, I'll get away with this. Yeah. Like that's just fuck no. Yeah, well, That's an absolute no. Danes found out about that like almost intervention type meeting that um, Breck's parents were having, and mm. he told he told Breck to record everything so that he could hear it. Whoa! Yeah, and he even sent Breck a phone. I'm sorry, and Breck wasn't like, hmm, this is odd. Yeah, this is a little weird. He was. So I mean, not to blame him, but he was like, so yeah, brainwashed. yeah. So, like that's just so terrifying. Yeah. So eventually, he got his computer privileges back, and Breck retreated further into his friendship with Danes, now keeping it a secret from his friends and family. Oh, uh, well, which is, like, it's what happened. He, got, he felt like he got attacked and cornered in this, like, intervention-type meeting, so he's like, well, now yeah. no one can know I have this, like, star-crossed friendship with this person. Yeah, well, and, and especially when you are... A teenager and you're dramatic and also you're in an abusive situation like that there is kind of that star-crossed thing with it when you're emotionally immature like that where you where that's the kind of what's the word that i'm looking for the kind of like media that you are fed where it's yeah. like you've got romeo and juliet you've got west side story you've got tom sawyer and huck finn Like, all of these, like, oh, one is from one side of the tracks, and one is from the other, and nobody understands, but, like, like, you know what I mean? That becomes very heightened when you're that age. Exactly. Everything is, like, to the upteenth degree of, like, stress, when now looking back on it, you're like, dude, calm your shit. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to have to pay taxes in a few years. You're going to have to pay taxes someday. (laughs) Did you ever have like a strong relationship with somebody online that you only knew online? I don't know if your mother would allow that. Yeah, I was going to say. But I don't Haley. know if she just didn't know. It was with Haley. I mean, I I got my first graphics card uh, from some random 30-something who I played DayZ with. Oh, uh, what? And he just, 
he were it was in college. That, yeah, that was in college. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, okay. I'm thinking 14 year old yeah, Elliot, no, and no, I was no, like, no, oh, no. so it we had not, almost another story on our hands. Yeah, no, no, no. It was not that that long ago. Or I'm sorry. I was yeah. dating 14 year old Elliot. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> we, but <laughs> we were hey, good. We don't cougar college. shame in this house. I'm trying to think if like in high school. I never had I, I like I had a group of guys that I did play with that I'm still friends with one of them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it was a it was a game called Mag, um, where it was it it was the first game on console to have I think 256 players in one game. It was like a massive shooter. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, and it was like a group of like 10 of us that would always just like get on and, and play together. And we had that we had like the voice chats on um, PlayStation Network. This was on console. So not TeamSpeak because TeamSpeak was PC only. Um, and we had like a forum that we would go on online to like check on, on you know, basically plan out like when all of us were, were going to be available next to be able to jump on and play together. But there wasn't really, there wasn't really. Like no one like singled anybody out. No, no, no. There, there wasn't really one person that everyone was like flocking to or something like that. It was, just, it was just like a bunch of guys who just enjoyed the same game, and and that was kind of it. And was talk in in those like group conversations was talk mostly just of the game and other games and nothing got like personal yeah i mean there was like an off-topic thread where people would just just talk about like shit that was going on in their day-to-day like if someone was looking for a job they'd be like oh yeah i got an interview today and everyone would be like oh cool like how'd that go and you know just kind of yeah just kind of like awesome (laughs) <laughs> like easygoing kind of stuff but it was nothing it, like no one was sharing like deep personal stuff and nobody was like you know like asking for that yeah exactly yeah. like it was the, all of that stuff was very above board so maybe i just got lucky and i was in a, a good group of people um i strongly think yeah. that's the case like yeah. not to say that you were irresponsible or anything like that but i think that it really could like this is and this just goes to show this this story that it could happen to anybody and it doesn't matter if your parents try to do everything right if your parents are super on top of things if your parents aren't super on top of things like it can happen to anyone yeah and i don't even know what the it is yet yeah it i mean it helped like having parents who are watchful Mm -hmm. helps um, mm-hmm. But I think going too strict with it can also be damaging in yeah. the long run because 100%. like we see here, when Breck finally got his access back, he then he was like, OK, now I need to hide this. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's me and Lewis against my parents. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which well, you, and- you always want your kids to like see you as someone they can run to no matter mm-hmm. what, no matter mm-hmm. what trouble they are in, they can speak to you about it. I'm right. I'm not an owner of a child, so I'm You're not going to pretend. Of a bean. Yes, yeah, beanie. He's bean, still did you hear that shit? No, no, no. Shush! Don't wake we him. We don't give him computer <laughs> privileges. <laughs> he has he's zero young. screen time. I was going to say he's too young. He shouldn't have screen time. Felix I'm, and Marcia get only screen time. Oh, They're no. raised in front of the television. Mostly um, it's fishbowl videos. Yeah, exactly. I know you can. Well, that's Marcia. why their eyes are so big all the time. Just like oh. Well, that's why Felix's eyes are so big. Energy. 
it's also why Marzia is like a little mini mercenary because every so often I come home and she's changed the channel to like Kill Bill or something, and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh no. What are you learning? Um, but yeah, it just it, oh, what the hell was I saying? I I'm not an owner of a kid, so I'm not going to pretend yeah. to like know all the secrets. Parenting is not fucking easy. No. Uh, I know enough to know that, but like I think it's important to obviously be on top of what your kid is doing, but there also needs to be <clears throat> some element of trust there to where you're not doing like the helicopter parent because that's mm -hmm. when your kid will start to hide things from mm -hmm. you. And I I did that early on when when I was when I had access to the internet is I I was keeping a lot of stuff kind of behind closed doors until I realized that my parents weren't being, they weren't trying to be dicks about it, they were just trying to keep me safe. And I was like, okay, got it. And I, I kind of like lightened up on the, the whole secrecy of it. Um, yeah. Obviously not everybody is that lucky. Not everybody's in like similar situations, but ideally that's kind of what you want to have. Elliot just kind of went, okay, mom, see this po folder that's labeled not porn. It actually is porn. I, I just... You know it's there. You don't have to go in there. <laughs> it's but... it's my sonly duty to sit you down and click you through every single picture just because I feel like you deserve to see everything in this folder. And it's because, honestly, Mom, it's because I love you. Sweetie, I'm just concerned. Why are all of these of Nigel Thornberry? I just, listen, you need to trust me here and just believe that I'm not going to do anything kink with shame. this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> now that um, we're off, way off track. This, this, Smashing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to get dark, so we need a little bit of levity yeah. <laughs> before we really get into this. Um, so after Christmas, after half term, I think is what it's called. Yes? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So after Christmas, uh, <laughs> Breck went on a trip to Spain and when Barry picked him up from the airport, he asked that if he could go to a friend's house to sleep over. And Barry said that he was glad to let Breck go. Um, he was meeting a friend that he knew in person, not online. And he was like, sure, great. Yeah, go hang out with your friend. Mm. Um, Barry said that every day he tells himself he should have done more to protect his son. He said, oh. quote, deep down, it is my responsibility. I let him go to his death. It will haunt me forever. End quote. <sighs> Which is so something Barry. you do not need to have on your brain. This person brainwashed your child and fed him lies and told him to lie to you. Yes. And how would you know that your child was lying about this? Yeah. I like, mean, like, as a parent, you can only do so much. Like, yeah, they, they called the police. They sat yeah. him down. They took his computer away. Like, what lengths do you have to go to? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Again, it's it really comes down to like the parents did everything right. It's like it's the system that failed him. Yeah. So, like I said, this was all set up by Dame Danes in a series of emails written to Breck. Danes encourages Breck to lie to his family about where he's going, saying, quote, if your father asks where you're going on Sunday, say you're going to meet a friend who's 14, end quote. That's, that's so a big red spe flag. Specifying the age, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a big old red fucking flag. Yeah. So Danes paid for a taxi to pick Breck up and travel the 30 miles to his flat. 
According to the police, they cannot be sure of exactly what happened inside the flat that night between Danes ordering pizza at 2.40 p.m. and the call he made to emergency services at 11.06 a.m. the next day. We can try to put the pieces together based on the crime scene, Danes' call to the police, and the messages he received, uh, the messages that were received by friends and family. So, what was clear, I'm not going to, like, get into, like, the real nitty-gritty details of it. There's a lot of information out there if you are more interested in the crime scene specifically, but uh, Danes had used duct tape to bind Breck by his wrists and ankles before slashing his throat, allegedly causing him to die within seconds. Oh, my God. Prosecutors say that there was evidence of sexual activity between the pair shortly before the killing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Little 14-year-old. After the attack, Danes showered, changed his clothes, and sent pictures of Breck's bloodied body to at least two of his online friends. What the... What a fucking monster. I don't I don't think I, I talk about it later on, but I was reading a bunch of different articles about it, and lots of them, like, circulate the same information. But um, in like a couple of different articles, they mentioned that um, like pictures were posted online about it and it somehow like made its way through circles and got back to Breck's sisters. Oh, my God. And they were like, is something wrong with your brother? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Absolutely horrible. So after all that, uh, Danes called 999, which in the US, that would be Mm -hmm. 911. Um, he said that the two had gotten into an altercation and quote, only one of us came out alive End quote, which is that's, very, dr- very dramatic. Yeah, very, fuck? That, that's, yeah. a, that's a direct quote. He yeah. said that in, in the phone call. And I think you could, there's a bunch of different places you can listen to that phone call. Um, so he told the call handler that Breck had arrived at his house saying that he was quote, fed up with his home life End quote. And the, the next morning on, uh, the 17th, that he grabbed a pen knife and tried to attack Danes after, quote, losing control. Danes claimed in a calm voice during the call, quote, I grabbed the knife and stabbed him in the back of the neck. I believe it was somewhere near the brainstem. I don't remember exactly what happened, but the fight ended with me cutting his throat, end quote. The operator asked if he was saying that he had killed somebody, and he simply re- replied, quote, yes, I am. Oh, end my quote. God. Oh, yeah. my God. So, senior investigating officer, detective inspector, Ann Cameron said, quote, when he rang the police, he gave an account, and it was an account that he wanted us to hear, end quote. Mm. So, there was no struggle or fight. Danes's phones, a hard drive, and pen drives, which were all encrypted, had been dumped in water. I believe he threw them all in, like, a bathtub and ran water over them or something. He refused to give police access to passwords to any of his devices. Detective Inspector Cameron said, quote, he wanted to be in control all the time he was in custody. As part of our investigation, he went away. We searched what what he was saying and compared, and clearly there were inconsistencies. But when we went back to question those inconsistencies, he exercised his right to give no comment, end quote. So just like in the server with the 14 year old boys this guy needs to be in control of absolutely everything Mm -hmm. i -hmm. mean obviously stemming from a childhood of having no control that he needs he feels he needs to be in control of every single tiny aspect of his life now but this guy is a pathological liar uh i'll say right now there is i don't know if they're real but there is um a blog 
by Louis Danes, uh, allegedly from behind bars because he does go to jail. Thank God. Good. Um, that he responds to uh, a bunch of articles that had come out. And also um, he responds to a BBC documentary that I'll talk about in a little bit about all the lies that they're telling in these things. He, he focuses a lot when they called his flat gross. Like he's like, my flat wasn't gross. You can see the crime scene photos. It's very nice in there. It's very modern. What a fucking teenager. Like yeah, what a piece of shit. Like uh, I'm going to tell you right I said, now. I said, I said teenager. Isn't that synonymous? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Our teenagers that are listening. I'm just kidding. No <laughs> 17 year old's apartment. No 17 year old's bedroom is Nothing clean. Nothing is clean. Yes. No. As, no. as a former teenager myself, I can confirm. I remember that like there were times I'm not going to at myself here, but I will. I will at my sister. And I can remember times where, like, we would find, like, plates of food under her bed or something. And, like, they were, like, a day away from sprouting legs and walking out of the bedroom themselves. <laughs> yeah. I am almost 30. And I left a cup with melted chocolate on my uh, table this morning. And my mm -hmm. mom came in. She's like, is this what we have for breakfast? And I was like, no, that was last night. She's like, what? <laughs> you, don't, you don't clean up after yourself? And I'm like, I'm, a, I'm an adult. What? I'm married. <laughs> And also, no. <laughs> Leave me be, mother. Oh, I'm I'm very much in the same camp. Don't worry, yeah. Lisa. Don't come to my apartment. Well, I would like to ask that nobody come to my apartment. But uh, Lisa, please don't. I haven't cleaned. It's not oh. a good look. Oh, she loves it's... to do the finger swipe across the, uh, oh. the table and look at her finger and go, hmm. She she would go hoarse from all the humming if she came to my apartment. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, all this to say is that this guy fucking sucks and he uh, was a lot more focused on how people perceived his apartment mm -hmm. rather than that he murdered a child. Well, yeah, it's about control. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to control the narrative at every point. Yeah. Yeah. So now it was time to put the pieces together and see how this horrific crime could have uh, actually happened in the first place. Because it seems ridiculous that this happened with mm -hmm. everything that Lauren was on top of everything. It was notified to the police. He had a history of uh, abuse, alleged abuse of children. So whatever. Yeah. So in mitigation, Danes' counsel, Simon Mayo QC, which I had to look up, it stands for Queen's Counsel, which according to Wikipedia is a lawyer, usually a barrister or advocate, who is a senior counsel in court cases. And in important court cases, each side is typically led by one. So there's going to be another QC on the other side that we talk about. But this guy, Simon Mayo, said uh, that the 19-year-old had experienced, quote, deep-rooted feelings of rejection and isolation in his life, end quote. And that was taken in, uh, that he, he was taken into local authority care at a young age after his mother moved abroad. That's when I said, like, at 16, uh, I, he, I think he was kind of looked after by his grandparents, and then he moved into this apartment by himself. To be completely honest, there wasn't a lot of information on, like, Louis Danes' history when I tried to find well, yeah. out more yeah. about him. Um, it sounds like, and I mean, obviously, we shouldn't be focusing on the killer more than we should focus on the victim. But also, it sounds like he kind of flew under the radar in that aspect, too. Like, this is another example of the system kind of failing, the, like, Breck, because... Yeah this kid there there may not be a lot of records to to speak of like oh, he I, may I, have just i was not looking up records to glorify this person i was just trying oh, to validate because like a couple of places like 
like really went into detail about him. I'm like, I don't know how true all this information is. And then I was, I was looking up stuff. Lots of articles just said he was a quote unquote computer engineer and he did this crime. So I don't know if a lot of this information about his history is correct. Like it's all alleged. It's all like what I could find. Um, but Mayo said, quote, he felt more at home in the game world than the real world, end quote. I mean, yeah, I like, that's think, fine, but... Take a fucking walk around the block, my dude. I was like, going to say, that's not an excuse. Like, sorry. Yeah. There Meet are people, people... I was going to say, there are also people who do feel more at home in the game world than the real world. I'm not going to name names, but Elliot. And <laughs> I'm teasing. But I, you don't see them going around and killing people. No, you his, don't computer, see them. his computer's right behind me. You can see it, it in is. my Skype video right now. And I, uh, I monitor his activity. Good. Bean does, too. Bean has his little perch right on the yes. desk. Elliot's laughing to himself, and that scares me. Uh, yeah, uh, no that's comment. always scary. Uh-oh. He says no comment. <laughs> Check his desktop for that not porn folder. I don't need to look at that. Um. So outside of the court... Chief Crown Prosecutor for the East of England, Jenny Hopkins, says, mm-hmm. quote, our case was that Louis Danes, even though he was only 18 when he committed Breck's murder, first of all, only, um, uh-huh. was controlling and manipul- a controlling and manipulative individual who carefully planned this crime. He groomed mm-hmm. Breck online using their shared interest in computer games, and over a period of months, he manipulated Breck, turning him against his family. A month before the tragic events of Breck's death, Danes was clearly organizing and planning, buying duct tape and other items online. He gave Breck a mobile phone and also sent instructions by text on the lies Breck should tell his family so that he would be able to visit Danes' home in Gray's Essex. We have seen cases where young people have been groomed online, but it is rare for it to culminate in such a dreadful and violent murder. The degree of planning and manipulation by Danes is shocking, and when you consider the young ages of perpetrator and victim, it stands out as one of the most cruel, violent, and unusual cases we have dealt with, end quote. Yeah. So, sentencing Danes at Clemsford Crown Court. Chelmsford. Chelmsford? Oh, there is a C. (laughs) I've read it wrong. No, but that's that's okay. That's okay. I like Clemsford. Clemsford. It's Chelmsford. Our our listeners in... Now I'm going to do it. Chelmsford. Chelmsford. Yes, our listeners in Chelmsford are going to stop. But not before you petition, please, to have your town, city? Chelmsford. To have your Chelmsford <laughs> changed. <laughs> yes. You can have your very own Chelmsford. <laughs> you, too, can have your own Chelmsford. Anyway. Three simple payments of 1995. Chelmsford, <laughs> Crown Court. The judge, Mrs. Justice Cox ordered him to serve life with a minimum of 25 years in prison, meaning that he'll be at least 44 by the time he is released, if he's mm-hmm. released. Cox says, quote, Having lured the young victim to your flat, you murdered him. You had befriended Breck and a number of other adolescent friends through an online community. Your contact with Breck increased in a sinister way. The precise details of what happened in your flat are unclear and may never be known. I'm sure that this murder was driven by sadistic or sexual motivation. End quote. Um, that's another thing that uh, Danes gets into on his like little blog thing. I'm not even going to post it. You can search for yourself if you want to find it because yeah. I'm not I'm not boosting his signal anyway. No. But uh, he does rant a little bit. Like, there was nothing sexual about it. Oh, go fuck. Yeah. So well, don't because yeah, well, don't. that it, it would be sexual. Don't go fuck. 
Uh, I hate you both. You know. Sorry. I I want out of this thruple. I okay, this good. is this is unfair. You're our child. You can never leave. <laughs> uh, so there were serious questions over the police handling of the case. Surprise, surprise. Uh, like I said, it Wouldn't was have seen that coming. It was found out later on, <laughs> which should have been found out earlier on, that Danes was arrested on suspicion of rape and sexual assault of a 15-year-old alleged victim three years before he attacked Breck. These offenses were reported to Essex police in 2011, but the force decided not to take action. They were reinvestigated when Danes was brought in for questioning over Breck's murder, which, uh, hallelujah, that those people, that, that family can get justice over whatever happened to them. But uh, the fact that it needed a murder for them to look into it a little bit more is uh, quite despicable. Yeah. Yeah. So as a result of the police's negligence, Breck's parents launched legal action against Essex and Surrey police forces over their handling of the case. The independent police complaints commission also launched investigation into the two forces, but nothing is going to bring back their son. Lauren said, quote, In my pretend dreams, police would come to the door and say to Breck, your mom is right. He would finally believe me and my son would be here. I would be a productive human being instead of what I am now, a shell of a human being, end quote. We're going to talk about it. She is not a shell of a human being. She is a rock star. She launched an entire foundation. We'll talk about it. Okay. Um, But before that, Breck was buried at St. John the Evangelist in Chatterham? Caterham. 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 What the Caterham. fuck is up with I'm the- adding I- H's and taking H's out. <laughs> Kim, I know you're listening. What the fuck is going on over I there? I know. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> I get I get that disease from my dad. My dad removes <laughs> my dad oh, removes R's. He removes R's yeah, from, from words and then puts them into different R's. Yeah, he's different from words. New Jersey. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's Snickers. I love Jim. Touchstone for my dad is Snickers and yep. uh, Mira. Mira. Um, instead of or- Mira. Or uh, what's the one that my gra- my grandma's from New Jersey as well? And granted, she's lost much of the accent, but uh, it's water. Yeah, it's water. Water. W U D D A. Yeah. Water. <laughs> one one of my good friends, Rich, pronounces that water. 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 It's yep. horrendous to yep. hear. Water. Michael will do Ugh. that when he wants to. When I'm in need of just like you know practically shoving needles in my ears, Michael will say things like that. Good. We t- we went off the rails. We've we've been. What's off the name the- of the town? Let's be real. Caterham. Caterham. Okay. Caterham. Okay. He was buried in Caterham on March seventeenth, twenty fourteen, which would have been his fifteenth birthday. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine just fifteen his poor parents and and his poor parents on a day where like and his little 15, siblings he's growing up, but you know what I mean. Like you should have been celebrating yeah. your, your oldest son's birthday. Yeah. And instead you're having to bury him. Like that's just so fucking I I I commend his parents for being able to get through that. Oh yeah. Just uh, they're super strong. I'm yeah. like I said, I'm gonna talk about the foundation. But a memorial fund was set up in Breck's name and it raised more than twenty five thousand pounds in just a matter of weeks. With regards to the fund, Breck's parents put out the following statement, quote As Breck had a great passion for the possibilities offered by innovations in computing, we will use this fund to support computer education for young people, including the responsible use of technology. As the family recovers from the initial shock and grief of our loss, we can begin to develop our plans to use this fund both to help others and to honor the memory of the talented boy whom we all love so dearly, 
end quote. That's also just a gorgeous statement. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before I get into the pop culture side, there was some relative, like this is a recent case, but there was an even yeah. more recent uh, development. So in March 2019, Breck's now 17-year-old sister, Chloe, told ITV News she'd been receiving disturbing messages about her brother via Snapchat, which left her shocked and horrified. Messages oh. included disturbing phrases like, quote, Shane Breck is dead. He was sexy. If he were alive, I'd be all over him. What quote. the fuck? Yeah. And also, and, they're not. Oh, I can't even go. Yeah, go. Just yeah. yes. She was even sent a picture of a skeleton with the caption R.I.P. Breck. What the fuck? There's even more that are uh, quoted in a couple of different articles that are honestly, I'm shocked they they printed them because they're extremely disturbing. And that's what I'm like. I told you that one. There's more that are hugely disturbing. There, it's children don't. We've talked about this. Children do not have that sense of what is right and wrong yet. It's well, not fully developed. They don't know how far is too far. Well, they there's suspicion that it is Danes in prison. What? Yes. But like, like the inmates are not supposed to use technology or social oh, media but they or can. something. We've all seen Orange is the New Black. But I don't know. I don't. Or, know. I've seen Orange is the New Black. That nun had a cell phone up her vag and we all saw it except right. for Haley. I didn't. Shit happens. We've all seen Squid Game. She does it there too except it's cigarettes. That's true. Uh Chloe says of the messages, quote, I had no idea who this person was and they sent me pictures of Breck and pictures of skeletons and I was completely in a state of shock. I was crying <sighs> and pretty much screaming at school, end quote. Oh my god. Also, you're still going to school and like there's about to be a pandemic. So uh, there's just a lot happening. There's so this much. Poor girl. Yeah. Like, so oh. the family contacted the police, but were told it would take months for Snapchat to provide the information to help track down the culprit. They were then told that Snapchat refused to cooperate and hand over information to the police in the UK, claiming US law blocked them from doing so. What the fuck? Yeah. Lauren told ITV News, quote, it's unconsciousable that we would allow criminal criminality on forms where we obviously know all of our young people are spending time it's a social responsibility they hold the skills the technology to be able to help police catch people who are trying to do harm to children i mean we're trying so hard to be back to normal and just have it thrown up in our faces like this and to not feel like we're getting cooperation from the police and snapchat working together it hurts i don't need any more distress end quote which no. she does not. She's no. trying to raise three children. She lost a child. She amazingly is still letting her kids on any type of social media. Well, and and also God bless her. She can't. She can't like. I she no can't doubt. condemn She's social media. Yeah. She's oh, yeah. also having to see this shit because her, her, poor her child. kids are coming to her with it. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's. This is so. Jesus fuck. This is well. Another article from June of 2019 said that the U.S. Department of Justice demanded that Snapchat comply with the request. Good. So Good. Snapchat is going to help them. What year them. was this? This was in 2019. Oh. So. Well, I guess they did one thing right. Anyway. We, hit, we hit a bit of a snag the next year. So I don't know what? what happened. What happened? I don't know. Just like everyone got like sick for a minute. 
Oh shit. <laughs> Just a minute and is also two. and is also still sick for quite some minutes. Oh wow. They should really they should do something about that. Like get vaccinated. They should do horse tranquilizer about it. <laughs> Here I'm trying to make like a nice little like Subtle, not subtle PSA. No, we're just gonna go full Ivermectin. Invermectin. Invermectin, you New Jersey. Just little yeah. I spell use. things how I'm gonna spell them. Use. Use guys. It, wouldn't it be invermectin? No. There's no R in that word. Whatever. You're in New Jersey. New Jersey. Hey. Tell him I get cheese. We, anyway, we are we are gone. <laughs> I refuse to participate in this. No, Elliot. Elliot thinks he's special Elliot because grew he up was in Europe. I was gonna uh, say because he I was raised in Europe. Getting at that. Oh my god. I don't know what SpongeBob is. I was raised in Europe. What in the motherfucker? <laughs> sorry, sorry, are we're low on time. About? Haley, continue, continue. <laughs> what in the fuck? You guys can take this off mic because I'm getting into the pop culture side of this. This happened last time. You guys fight whenever we're together. <laughs> so, uh, there's a couple of uh, TV specials about this. So, the one that I found really? last minute is a TV show that I don't think is a US-based show. I'm pretty sure it's a UK-based show. It's called 10 Steps to Murder. Okay. And on season one, episode 10, they covered Lewis Danes. It was aired in 2020, in January. Mm -hmm. uh i found no other information on it Uh, like i said it was last minute i finished this outline like hours ago professionalism yeah uh (laughs) then there is murder games the life and death of breck bedner uh you can watch it for free on voodoo and imdb tv Mm -hmm. which you can get the imdb tv channel fun fact through amazon prime video look at that yeah well it has an imdb score of 6.7 6.7 out of 10. Okay. And the description is, quote, Murder Games tells the story of Breck Bedner, a 14-year-old schoolboy who was lured to his death after being groomed online by Lewis Danes. For the first time in this gripping docudrama, Breck's young gaming friends have decided to tell their stories, tales of manipulation and deceit that engulfed their friend and sent shockwaves to the gaming community, end quote. So this is like interviews with like actual friends of his. Yes. The next one is called Breck's Last Game, and it's a short film. It's only four minutes and 20 seconds long. And it was rolled out to high schools in the UK to encourage teens to be more vigilant about who they talk to online. And since his murder, Lauren Lafave, like I said, it's Breck's mother, has strived to ensure that her son's death was not in vain. So the film was made for around £30,000 for the Leicestershire? Leicester. 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 Yes. We had this another time. We had this specific play. I don't remember what it was with, but we had this one and I remember it. The Leicestershire. Yeah, you got it. Leicestershire. Leicestershire. Yep. Leicestershire police uh, helped fund this by Affixus Films. Affixius Films. There's lots of F's and X's. You're good. Of. Lowborough. Lowborough. Should should Elliot just read this sentence? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was funded by like Leicestershire's Leicestershire. Leicestershire's police and crime commissioner Lord. Are they really called Lord? I guess so. Lord Willie Bach. 
with contributions from the police forces of Exis, Essex, bleh, Surrey, bleh, and Northamptonshire. Uh, she's not blaying because she doesn't like the place. She's blaying because she's like I'm slowly losing control of her mouth. Those were the guys that were mouth. being fucked up. Those were the guys oh. that are being sued by the family for oh. negligence. I'm sitting there thinking that you're just like mad at all of the yeah. The, the police the forces now. are like, oh, we fucked up. Let's make this video so like other you're people right. can save you're themselves because right. we can't save you. You're right. I didn't realize it was at them. I figured it was at just the names. You know, I'm just gonna have Elliot take that out. No, I could say Essex and Surrey. I, I can say those. Uh, you, really? Because you just struggled with it not like two seconds ago. Go eat <laughs> a whole ass. Can it be yours? Uh, no. I'm married. I don't mind. The campaign was targeted at several different audiences, ranging from boys and young men to teachers, parents, and the general public. It's actually listed on uh, the Breck Foundation website in like their resources section. Um, so the video went viral amongst the public with more than a million views within a week of it being released online and has been watched by millions of people to date and has won several awards, including a silver award at the con corporate media and TV awards. But most significantly, police have reported an increased number of referrals to child and sexual exploitation teams in Northamptonshire alone. Reports of suspected victims of child sexual exploitation have risen by 20%. Catherine Oaks, head of media services at Leicestershire. Yes. Police. Hell Let's yeah. Go. Hell yeah. Said, quote, the feedback we've had from supporters, parents, and educators has been overwhelmingly positive. Everybody involved is immensely proud of the film. Uh, proud the film is reaching teenagers who could be at risk of grooming and exploitation. Unquote. The campaign has been praised by Breck's mother for its positive impact. She said, quote, Parents and educators alike have been supportive of this tool to educate and empower young people to keep safer online by recognizing signs of grooming and exploitation through gaming relationships. Although hard-hitting, pupils are engaging with the realness of the film as much of their lives are played, uh, are played out online as Brex was. The overall message of the film, Do You Really Know Your Online Friends, makes a lasting impression on young people to help them make safer choices for themselves online. End quote. You can watch the whole short film on YouTube and Vimeo. Okay. Sounds good and, to me. And um, there's two other, no, there's a couple other um, resources listed on the foundation website. I'm going to get to the foundation last, but um, there is a book called This is Breck. It's by Mark Harrington, illustrated by Sidney Johnson, and it's an educational book about Breck's story. And the website says that it should be introduced in an environment where children can talk and learn in a supported way and is ideal for children with the cognitive age of four or older and was specifically designed for lower age students and those with special needs to introduce basic online and grooming safety to children. Okay. Very interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, there's another one called Breck and the Online Troll. Again, by Mark Harrington, this time illustrated by Eve Yarnton. And this is for slightly older kids, eight or older. And the synopsis is, quote, Breck is a strong and fearless knight. When he is befriended by a troll called Lewis, all is not as it seems. Is it all just a fantasy or a terrible truth within? End quote. So this is like a kind of fantasy fictionalized short story version for like a little bit older kids. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is like... You ever have, like, one of those, like, 
assemblies come in and they have you do like a play about like what it is like what they're teaching about so this one is called game over and it's by mark wheeler and it's an educational play for students based on breck's story the website says quote it's a shocking but deeply powerful play with a unique 21st century message the play is particularly suitable for social distance or online performances uh in its students own homes and can be easily adapted to suit this medium it's about when performed it's about 75 minutes long there's 24 characters in total so perfect for a classroom eight male nine female seven male or female and the play is suitable for a large cast and multi role uh multiple role casting is also possible so um if you are an educator and think that this is a good idea to bring to your students um like i said this can all be found on the breck foundation website and so basically, in the wake of her son's tragic murder, Lauren LaFave set up the Brecht Foundation to campaign, to campaign for tighter regulation on behalf of social media companies. I'm ignoring the screaming cat. <laughs> Bean says, I can loud. play all the parts at once. He can. <laughs> He's very talented. Um, but so Lauren continues to campaign for tighter outline uh, law, online laws and attends schools to speak to teens about staying safe online. She says, quote, There's so much more we need to learn about grooming. Groomers are chameleons. They will do whatever they need to do. I feel my job is to get the word out, end quote. And the Breck Foundation's slogan is Play Virtual, Live Real, to remind everyone never to meet up alone in a private place with someone you have only met online. And they created what they call the Breck Principles to keep kids safe online and it's an acronym so b stands for be aware and believe be aware of the real and increasing dangers uh today's children may face online believe that there are people who use the internet to groom abuse and exploit young people r is for report it report any concerns immediately to school police childline this is in the uk nspcc or ceop even small pieces of information, when put together, can make up the bigger picture of what may be happening to a child online. E stands for educate and empower. Educate others on the signs of grooming and exploitation. Be empowered to act on concerns. C is for communicate, which I think is a lot the same as the, the last one. And it's to encourage and support young people to communicate concerns about themselves or how their peers are behaving online. Support others by sharing these principles with your community. And K is know the signs and keep safe. Know the signs of grooming and exploitation. Keeping safe online must be everyone's priority. Yeah. And um, in conclusion, Lauren says, quote, Breck's story shows how easily grooming can happen. He met the predator through an online friendship group and would have been flattered to have an intelligent older mentor helping him expand his gaming skills. It's important for young people. <laughs> I just watched Bean Tokyo drift across the back room. Like Bean, we are almost done. Please. Two minutes, my boy. Two minutes, my boy. <laughs> when he's up, he's up. <laughs> it's important for young people goes. to realize not only can predators lie about their age, where they live, or who they are online, they can also be a similar age to the victim. They are not always the stereotypical creepy old guy. It's so important for us to raise awareness of the fact that boys can be groomed too, end quote. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, when you think like online predator, you think like a young girl and like a much older man, like living alone in his parents' basement. You don't think like 
a 14 year old and a 17 year old yeah like maybe they could be friends in real life maybe one could be the mentor to the other but like in this situation like too sketchy too much well and i would even go so far as to say also the living in the parents basement it could also be an adult mentor it could be like it's not even just like that stereotype because there are also plenty of people who live in their parents basements who just live in their parents basements especially now with Hey, I did the, it. The economy being as it is. Um, but it it's just like it really it, it could be anyone. Yeah. That's the the issue. It is. And Can't uh you stop flirting for five seconds. Or not. <laughs> I'm trying to quiet be my son. Pacing in the back. <laughs> uh Elliot, do you have any other words about online safety? As someone who plays games with people of all ages so i i still very much have um the privacy aspect like drilled into me um because it, it was growing up it was all like you never ever share your real name online Ever. Yeah. Like that just that is never a thing that happens mm-hmm. you never share your real name you never share your address like even the part of the country that you're in just like oh yeah i live in the in the us and that's yep. it um and that has been a thing it, it it's been a a difficult thing for me to keep up more and more especially because now i'm i'm it's going to sound like a humble brag but i swear it's not <laughs> i'm i'm becoming more of a public face online yeah. and people are associating uh me elliot with the the rocket league commentator leachy and Are you plugging no no I, I promise i'm not i promise i'm not but i i, I do that on the side but um <laughs> so and it's it's weird because all of my friends like um you know if when we're playing amongst each other it's just like hey you know you you just instantly without even thinking you just call each other by their names yeah. Um, but if, for example, if I'm streaming, especially if I'm streaming and I've got my friends there, it it's like a switch that flips in my head where I'm like, OK, this isn't like this person isn't Nick. They are, you know, Mr. Owl or something like yeah. that. And like yeah. that is what their name is to me at this moment in time. And that is how I refer to them. And I'm very, very conscious about that and i know there are a lot of just in my online circles i'm friends with a lot of younger kids uh who are who are playing the same game because we're in the same communities and they don't think twice about just using real Mm -hmm. names of their friends Mm -hmm. and you know maybe they have this sense of security that you know nothing's ever happened to them before and i that's understandable but it's also, I guess, a sign of the times that we grew up in is that they're because they grew up where the Internet was already a huge, you know, global thing. It's like, oh, OK, well, here we can be kind of lax on these certain things. But I grew up, you know, I was born in 93. The Internet was still it was around, but it was still very new and people were were still being very cautious about it when I was growing up. And that stuff has kind of like stayed with me for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah, it just 
fucking stay safe. God damn it. Like, do, obviously, trust the people you're going to trust, especially if they're in real life. D- d- obviously, do your due diligence. But, um, yeah, don't let your guard down because you very much, you you never know when when this shit could could strike at the worst time because I'm sure Breck thought that he knew this person up and down. Yeah. That that it was like the safest. He was just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go hang out and like eat some food, go to sleep, and then like wake up in the morning and I'll come back home. And yeah. that's that's how I would have felt back then. Um and Lord knows what the fuck he had to go through. Well I think part of the way that uh Danes got him to the apartment, I didn't get like too deeply into it. But um, I think Danes either said that he was taking like uh, like a different job and wanted to hand over his company yeah, to Breck. I, so oh, I actually, yeah, I actually read about that. Um, is that it? He said he he was getting a new job, but he was also terminally ill. So he wanted oh, to hand sake. he wanted to hand over his current quote unquote business to someone he trusted. So he was getting Breck to be that person that he was going to hand the quote unquote business to. And so whatever the fuck that was needed to happen in person. Yeah. So not only was he lured to this man's house uh, with like, oh, you know me, like we're friends, like I tell you everything and like all that. He was also lured with like millions of dollars on the table, allegedly. And when you're 14 and like... You're 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 a kid still, so you're a little dumb. But at the same time, you you have a general understanding of how the world works. And mm-hmm. if you at that age, you understand what being rich means. Yes. And if you and you're 14, so you feel like you know exactly how the world works. So you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, there is this legitimate opportunity that, you know, oh, my parents just don't understand. But I understand it completely. And there's this opportunity for me to get enough money to where I never have to work another day in my life. Like I'm going to jump on it, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. the combination of the opportunity with the, the feeling of security, it's like someone at that age wouldn't, they wouldn't know to think twice about it, you yeah. know, because yeah. he didn't have enough experience from what I can tell, he didn't have enough experience to th- to know to think twice, which is right. just unfortunate. Bean I agree. Bean. I agree. I don't know if you're going to hear any of the cat meows. Oh, I hope so. After yeah, we'll this see. gets edited. Bean is making Bean. sure he is heard. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you hear this one, mama. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... Just like wrapping it up, I would a hundred percent. There's no blame on Breck. Like all of the blame is on Danes. He knew exactly mm-hmm. what to say to this kid to gain his trust and to turn him against people who knew him in real life and loved him. Uh, he's a monster and fuck him. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, we need some levity after this one, and just to start. We were approached on Instagram. I mean, don't talk to people online, but also we host I, a podcast. I was going to say, Haley, you are 
literally doing the opposite of what this whole thing has been about. We, we're adults and we host a podcast. I I know the information I have out there, and you know what? I'm fine with it. I I can police myself. Um, but and at times she polices me as well. Yes, we're reached out to by an incredible person, Vicky. Who? This is about the candles. Yeah. Yes. How many other Vickies do you know? I I know several. Okay, well then I guess this is my first Vicky. Cosmic green candles. <laughs> Cosmic green candles. You're gonna and hear us talking about them for quite some time because they're fantastic. You know, I am usually an incense bitch. I yes. love burning incense, but with my small son, uh, yes, you can hear he's him. Not, yeah, he, uh, he says that's me. It, it, when we were researching getting a cat, they were like, do not burn incense. It's not good for cats. And I was like, yeah, but why? So we have, <laughs> uh, we have moved on to candles out of reach of the boy. Don't worry. He's not going to get burned or anything like is that. that why, is that why our fucking wedding favors our wedding um, were incense sticks to get rid of your fucking incense? No, I bought those specifically for the wedding. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was like, wait a minute. That's they were a kind of genius. Scent. I haven't burned um, them yet because I don't know if you know this. I have two cats, but I'll be. Di- I thought they were sparklers. Fun fact. I know we're going off. Everyone the rails. thought that they were sparklers. I thought they were sparklers. Incense. And I grabbed them because I was like, ooh, everybody's going to want sparklers. And I want to make sure that I have sparklers. So I nope. grabbed them like as I walked in the door. Incense. Um, oh, well. But yeah, so I'm usually an incense bitch. We have been burning a lot more candles. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is a premium candle. It is a soy yeah. wax candle, which burns beautifully. Yep. And With it's got a, a wooden wick. wood wick. Yes, that's mm. how you know that shit is quality. You hear when that the fucking wood crackle? Wick, it, it just, it puts you in the spirit. We're still in fall, y'all. And it really, and that's the thing, too is that you can customize or I don't know how to say this but like Vicky has these categorized based on the season. So when you're done with your fall candle or when you're done with fall whichever comes first, you can go on and you can get like a summer themed candle and then you can go and get like a spring one and a winter one like you can have yeah, one for all each the season. And I'm like I'm I'm unwell with the amount of information that I have on this. And the best part, my favorite thing to do is I like to have like a candle like I have um, I have a candle that this is its last season because I've burned it so much. Yeah, that is like an apple pie scent. And I put it in with my Halloween decorations. So Mm. when I take everything out to decorate, I'm like, my Halloween candle. So now this candle that we were sent by Cosmic Green Candles uh, is fantastic. It burns beautifully. It smells incredible. And it's like it's not like overly like fake smelling like it smells right. like a real good smell and not right. overpowering just like yeah. the perfect. Elliot keeps burning it when I'm not home. Elliot, how much do you love this candle? <laughs> I did it once and I got yelled at, so I'm not doing it again. But it's fucking <laughs> awesome, and I want more of it. I kind of want to do it right now. But she <laughs> Haley's recovering from the sickness that I gave her on our honeymoon, so we Oof. have to wait until she can fully smell again. I know that I know that sickness because I also had that sickness. Sinus infection. It's not COVID. Not from your honeymoon. Yeah, no, not COVID. And I love that we got it. I love that we got it when we weren't recording. Though we're still recovering. Yeah, Um, you should have heard me like two days ago. Yep. Yep. But back to Vicky, back to Cosmic Green Candles. My favorite thing, it's not just about the quality and the like 
the scents and all of that. It's also when you buy a candle. So Cosmic Green Candles is a one tree planted partner. So when you buy a candle, some of the proceeds of that go towards one tree planted. So you are also helping the environment. And that is more important now than ever. There's so much that we still need to do, but it's just kind of one little thing to help is you're helping a one tree planted partner. You're helping support a small business, which is great for not just helping a small business, but you're putting back money into the local community. I I, I think it's something like 80% of the proceeds of a small business goes right back into their local community. Yep. You're saving money, well, not for our international listeners, but for the US, you're saving money beyond, you're, you're saving money and you're saving, um, what do you call it? The environment with doing local shipping and that these candles are made with love. They're made with a purpose and they are made like sustainably. Yes. So it's just, it's more- But just a I, fantastic person. Yes, and and that's the thing. It like it's more than a candle, and so we just we obviously really like this candle. These candles. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of my candle. Haley's thinking of her candle. But we're both just we 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 love ourselves some candles. We're some candly bitches. Yeah. But if you too want to be a candle bitch, you can go to the link in our bio. It is it just you you click it. It's right at the top. And if you use the code Crime Culture, which I don't know if you know, that's our podcast. You're what? listening to it right now. I know. I'm shocked too. But you can save 20% at Cosmic Green Candles. Holy so, shit. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know it was that deep. Elliot's yeah. not Fuck acting yeah. right now. Vicky, this is let's this go. is not like this is not bad acting on Elliot's part. Like Elliot Holy did not know f- this. I had no idea. That's badass. Yeah. So, for example, yeah. You thanks. Can... Now we're gonna have to buy like like twenty more candles. <laughs> I, I was Fuck yeah, say, Vicky, send them over. <laughs> I was gonna say. So now I'm getting. Now I'm going bankrupt. Oh yeah. no! As soon as I saw her DM, I was just like. Oh fuck! I'm gonna lose so much money. Um, this means I which have to I'm spend happy money. to. No, I'm happy buy, to. I, I'm literally going to buy so many candles. Yes, uh, and I wish we had this before our secret Satan. But I agree. Now that we have it, it's ready for Christmas season. Exactly. And again, she's got the Christmas themes. If you're not a winter person like me, they've got the summer themes. I've already got my summer candles picked out and ready to go. Um, And you can do, if you want a little, you can do a nine ounce for $18. If you want to do a bigger candle, you can do a, um, oh, for heaven's sakes, 12 ounce for $25. And yeah, I mean, and and that's the the thing too. Go for the bigger candles. Like I said, they, they burn beautifully and it's going to last you a very long time. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. It does because I, I want to say like bed or not bed, bath and beyond bath and body works. For example, not to like, I do that exact same thing. I know. I know it's, it's right up there with extremely loud and incredibly close and extremely volatile and awful and shocking and cruel and evil or whatever that movie is. Um, (laughs) so see, I'm still recovering, but, um, you it, their burn time bath and body works it's something like 30 hours for their big ass candles it it's for the for the nine ounce it's like a 45 hour burn time which i know sounds to you like oh i don't know about that but if you're burning for just an hour a day with the small candle that's a month and a half now if you're going to be burning candles especially with these you want to make sure that the entire surface is wet before you blow it out oh really 
Yes. Oh no, I misunderstood. You, you I know, I know this. Yes, I yes. I know what you meant. I my stupid ass went. Wait, you're gonna like spritz the candle before you light it? Wouldn't that like? I know Elliot's it's face popping, and I don't blame him. Wax. I I am a natural blonde, ladies what? and gentlemen. Um, but <laughs> needless uh, to say, yeah, we're gonna be talking about cosmic green candles. We'll talk about them at the top of next episode because yes. I I hate doing promos at the end, but I wanted to make sure the people who wanted to listen to the episode didn't have to sift through an hour and a half of us talking about candles and weddings well yeah and that's the thing too is we needed this palette cleanser at the end i mean i i honestly should have been burning my candle during this had i known that it would be so upsetting because then it can bring like a small spark of joy into my life um but yeah it's great for if you if you just like things to smell good or if you meditate or if you want to give a gift to somebody and you don't know what to give them especially this year the supply chains are a fucking mess right now so gifts are scarce and yeah this is this is just a great way that you can help a small business you can help the environment you can give somebody something that that is made with love and also like we're not going to steer you wrong these are the shit but um we wouldn't be here otherwise but um yeah yeah. but other than that we have been away from you guys for a minute well we haven't but (laughs) no they've heard us but we recorded those episodes some time ago because mom and mom have been holograms yeah you had your wedding and you had your bachelorette party and thank Uh, you to our listeners who donated to haley's buy the bride a drink thing that is what i wanted to bring up uh so i did not know like obviously i didn't have a lot of information on what was going on with my bachelorette party but when we got there uh there were like little qr codes to like buy me a drink which was hilarious because they we had them on like little business cards and we we're in new york city (laughs) you mean these business cards that i still have on my desk i still need a couple more of those because (laughs) i'll send them to you the one i had in my pocket (laughs) didn't make it i wonder why (laughs) (laughs) too many buy the bride of drinks too many um so like it was very funny they were being handed out through new york city and then um it was also posted on instagram on our instagrams and and the, the bridal party did it the the groomsmen did it i gave michael for the bachelor party it was the same night i gave michael like a stack of them and i was like just put these in the men's rooms just put them in the men's rooms but my favorite is our friend sam who was walking up to people with a card like in the palm of her hand going up to them going to shake their hands and these dudes are sitting there like what the fuck okay i'll just like crossing the street well she also tried to give one to a crossing guard and she goes i want to thank you for your service and the dude did like the equivalent of like the guards at buckingham palace he did not react he did not say a thing he just stood there and sam was like trying to give him the card it was just like okay bye oh there were people (laughs) trying to put them in people's pockets as we were walking by it was it was getting out of hand but uh we walked by a bike delivery like Grubhub guy and I was yeah. sticking them in his order bags. <laughs> Long story short, uh a couple of listeners, a couple of our friends yes. uh sent us money and that is it literally like lightened <laughs> my night. Just seeing like the names come across on the the uh yeah, the and the messages. And it was just so just, so so incredibly sweet. You really did and, make her night. And yeah the tequila sunrise that because it was like you're that one drink was like 25 dollars, which i was not anticipating well it so, was new york city so yeah so you all pooled your money to buy her a tequila sunrise no <laughs> uh, 
No, it was Mama more did, than that. But. Mama did a couple shots. And, Mama did several uh, shots. I would say it was a night to remember, but, but I lost I lost it halfway through. So Well, I will say, and you had lost it at this point, but I will say you did, this is relevant to the podcast, because you actually, we were all walking to our next location, and you came up to me, and you just decided we were holding hands, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. And you were I just remember, like, I just want to sure. say... I love you and I am so thankful that we are doing this together and that we get to like do this podcast together. And at first I was like, oh yeah, no problem. It's your night. And then you were like, I love that we do this podcast together. And I was like, oh shit, that's what you mean. But, and it's true. And I love you I, so I much. Do, I love Elliot I do so believe much. in every single word. I believe every single word I said while blackout was true because I'm being oh, yes. told, I'm being told things happened yes. and I'm like, you know what? Good for me. Yeah. Like you said to me that you shouldn't you shouldn't be marrying Elliot. You should be marrying me. And I said to you, listen, like, that's not fair to Elliot. And it's my next wedding. You you can't break his heart. And and you understood that. And I I just I'm happy for you. But you you (laughs) get to plan my next wedding because uh, this one was stressful. Honey, I will plan it because I got ideas. Everything also ended up. We were visited. Everything ended up perfect. And. Even more so, Haley, do you want to tell the people what you discovered shortly before your wedding? Like a day or two or three? Now that we're not there anymore and you can say this so that people can't Google and show up. Haley. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Jesus Christ! I just give you the most blank stare. So the place that I got married is uh, this very old... Uh, it, I think it was built by like a famous architect uh, down in... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it now. It's down in Princeton, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually owned by the Menendez family. Like that Menendez family. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, kill your parents Menendez. Yes. Well, and, and it was sold only three years before that happened. Yeah. Like, they, they were, like, I kept on texting Haley throughout the night being like, I am peeing in the same bathroom that the Menendez brothers peed in. See, I don't... <laughs> I don't know if they owned it or if they live there or if like they owned they- it and they vacationed there. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it was a- like their vacation spot. It's a gorgeous house. <laughs> exactly. Well, and the boys, I believe, went to um, they didn't go to Princeton. I don't remember where they went for college, but it was no, like I think that they was did go to Princeton. Did, did they or go they, to Princeton? Because that's what I was going to say. Did. It's yeah, something like that, because we'll, we're going to do an episode on this. Obviously, uh, clearly, well, now yeah. we have to. But because that was part of it, too, is the proximity to the campus. It's like not even five minutes away. Yeah. Um, but no, but, you yeah. said that you told me that. And like, I almost shit myself. And even my mother, who is not a crime person, was like, oh, my God, it's a crime culture wedding. And I was like, it is a crime culture wedding. Yeah, I didn't know that when I booked the place. And no. Then as I, I was looking something up because I needed to send my mom something that had to do mm-hmm. with the house. So, uh, very stressful wedding weekend, and I'm Googling the house, and it says such and such Menendez, and I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I immediately clicked on it, abandoned what I was doing. I was like, mom, you need to wait. (laughs) This is important. Um, But yeah, that that was pretty interesting. Uh, If you follow me on... If you follow me personally on Instagram, which I know a couple of people do, I saw a couple of people add me over the uh, the past week, weekend, <laughs> um, then you saw some photos from the wedding, which mm-hmm. uh, enjoy. Those are the mm-hmm. only ones I have so far. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, more will be posted. So if you're desperate, oh, yeah. if you're desperately seeking my wedding photos, they'll be posted on there. Oh yeah, and it just it was a beautiful day. I will say I feel that your grandmother was totally with us. Um, uh-huh. It was supposed to rain on Haley's wedding day. And it's like rain. I, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna do it too, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is a serious thing. Thank you. That's all I sang the morning, like in tears, like getting my hair and makeup done because I was looking at the weather and it said like torrential downpours, damaging winds, and I was like, it's like raining. (laughs) Wedding day. We're we're in our Airbnb separately, and we're doing the same thing, and we're like, it says three thirty now. We're at three twenty five. Now it's saying three twenty, and like we're going, we're all like yelling from our respective like spots where we're getting ready. But no, I totally think because Haley was like, it was going to be a great of the like, ancestors. I I might even still have a screenshot of like the weather forecast for that week because it was supposed to be gorgeous, perfect weather the entire week, except for for five hours on Saturday, it was going to be ninety degrees, torrential downpours, and damaging uh-huh. winds. Uh huh. And guess what? Five hours I was getting married in those. Yes. Yes. But that's the thing. The so the way because I don't know how much of a whirlwind this was for you, Haley. It was quite literally. It was sunny. It was like there were a couple of clouds, but it was. It did not look like it was going to rain to the point that like we all were saying to each other, "Oh, like maybe it won't rain." But I am convinced that your grandmother held that off because it was not five minutes after the ceremony that the skies went black at yeah. four p.m. Skies yeah. went black. It and poured the, the, for a and little it bit. opened. Yeah, it poured for a little bit um there was some there's three huge gusts yes and uh we ended up getting like the tent that has the walls on it yeah. so we like sealed that up uh it worked out there great. was no no damages to anything no. that was there it rained and then we went to go do our first dance and the sun came out and it yeah. was still pouring and that's that's what i'm saying <laughs> like i i genuinely think that your grandmother made all of that happen do you mind we're having a moment oh jesus christ he's looking terrifying right now he's going sideways he's ready for i mean yeah we're recording this the day before halloween actually right now it's halloween because it's, it's halloween for you happy yeah. halloween happy halloween this is coming out november 2nd happy uh, fuck i don't know happy um, day after all saints day all souls day all souls, all souls day. day so we will report back in next week's episode about um our secret satan yes gift exchange which we yes. have no we don't know about right now because we know nothing we haven't opened john anything. snow yeah um but and we're also um hoping to have our stream archived so right now like i said we have not actually done it so we're working on Mm -hmm. the logistics of that and we'll be back to you next week if we can make that happen same bad time same bad channel yeah so in the meantime our website is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com there you can find all of the links to our social media we're on facebook instagram twitter and uh like i said there is the well, Caitlin said there is the <laughs> link in our link tree, like in all of our bios. There's right at like, the top. Yeah, our link tree. And that is where you can find um, the link cosmic to green the candles. cosmic green candles. So get yourself some candles. Get your candles for your friends. Get your candles for your family. Holiday shopping time is now, folks. Like, non-denominational winter but... holidays. Get them. 
yeah. do it. Like or, or like Haley's birthday is in November. Just November twelfth. Gonna put that out there. Just cosmic day. Cosmic green candles knows where to send them, so just be like, hey, oh. send my favorite person a candle, and yes. she'll be like, I got you, bitch. Just send her a DM. Be like, excuse me. Send I, me I, a I would like. I would like to put in a request. Um. But yeah, that's. That's that. That's, that's what we've got. We've got a lot of pent up. I got to tell everybody everything. So we got that all out in an hour and a half or so of stuff and things. Uh, all the dirty details of my bachelorette party can be hashed out <laughs> in our Patreon stream. Um, if you are a member of our Patreon, I forget what tier it is, but you will have access to uh, a live stream with us, like a personal live stream. So uh, I will be talking about all of the fun and games that happened. So if you want to hear about yeah. that, go and join our Patreon. Yeah. Link is in all of our bios. Yeah. So um, We're there. Elliot, thanks for being here today. Thanks Thank for having dad. me. I can't wait to listen to myself. He was at the oh, wedding God. too. He was. I was I there. Saw him I, there. I, I smooched the bride. I know. It was Scandalous. a big scandal. On at yeah. least one occasion. Yeah. On at least one occasion. Yeah. Well, and, and one last thing that I just will say. So, first of all, um, two moments. I, I stepped into the mansion and I started crying. I just need to let you know that the, like the tears did not stop until like the ceremony was over. But I had two moments. One, I was wearing kind of like a, a low cut a, a dress. And you walked by... It was rather, it was rather your mom. I walked up and your mom went, holy boobs. Um, yep. But she said that to me too. I, you walked by. I believe that. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was not a smart choice in retrospect. Um, you walked by and I started blubbering whether you saw me or not. And you're like rushing by like a woman on a mission because, because you know it was you right had places the, to be. It was right before yeah. the ceremony. Yeah. And you just glance at me and I start to be like, you look so beautiful. And you just go, your tits out. And you're still walking. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, but no, I, I walked by you and you started blubbering. I said, you're, put your nipple away. And then yeah. I, I ran yeah. to yeah. where I needed to be. And then there was, there was another, like, I know, Elliot, I know. And there was, there was whole a similar... Areola was out, people. I mean, I Ari gave the people Hola. what they wanted. Ari Hola. Hey. Look at this guy. Look um, at this fucking guy. My husband. But also, when you were walking down the aisle and your parents were blubbering, and there, and there was like some confusion or something, and literally she stops at the like top of the aisle and she just turns to them and is like, you two got to get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, and it was excellent. They, like, yeah, I mean, we're, this episode is going to be three hours long. But um, yeah. my... My parents were like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm like, great. Oh, they, neither am I. I will not cry. And then uh, they both walked me down the aisle because mm -hmm. I'm progressive like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came out of the room to walk down the aisle and they immediately burst oh, yeah. into tears. <laughs> they oh, yeah. Had, we had taken all of our pictures. They had seen me in the dress. My mom had yelled at me the that, it that the zip was fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I got it, Ma. <laughs> and then like we go to walk down the aisle and they fucking can't handle themselves and uh yeah they needed to yeah. get their shit together it was as you they told were embarrassing them, me it was it was it was a beautiful moment the whole was thing great. was beautiful but that was a beautiful <laughs> moment and we will discuss the wedding and the 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 reception and the the um the the friend of ours who hung from the ceiling and grinded on the ceiling and we'll discuss the uh, bachelor yeah. 
party. And yeah, that happened at the wedding. That, Imagine I know, happened at the bachelorette that, party. Yeah, that happened at the wedding. And he was reasonably sober. Like, he hadn't had that many drinks. Yep. <laughs> that was for just, a $50 bet. It was actually a one hundred dollar bet, and it then when, when he said when he said okay, the guy who bet him, our friend Pierce, was like I, 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 actually fifty, and he's yeah. like, all right, I'll still do it. Never bet Venmo that man. Never anything. bet that man that he won't do something because yeah, he will, anything. money or not. Anything. But Bean is here to tell us it's time to go. Yeah, it is. Bean is Bean is sitting here looking expectantly. Yeah, with like, his Mama, with his bug I need eyes. Cookies. I need yes. cookies, Mama. He deserves his cookies. Anyway. Bean, go get uh, a cookie. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's weird to say hope you enjoyed the episode, but hope you got some information. And if you something. have a young person in your life that needs uh, information on how to stay safe online, uh, Breck Foundation, look it up, mm-hmm. learn it, mm-hmm. use their resources. Yes, absolutely. And, and with that, because it's we- over, spooked over is over now. And yeah, um, it's just fall we're back. Now. We're back to once a week. So we will see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Bean. Or say, don't. That's say fine. Say bye. Oh, I really thought I was going to do it again now.